Hello and welcome to Sketch Please! <laughs> it's the comedy sketch podcast written and performed by people like you. I'm Catherine Kerr and joining me in our little studio today, we have Phoebe Batterson brown Ruby Martin and Katerina Robinson. Welcome! Hello! Hello. <laughs> this is a very special Sketch Please today because it is our first all-female, all-woman cast. Yay! Yay! Girl power. <laughs> the future millennials want. Woo! <laughs> it was entirely an accident, but uh, we we have a thing, and it actually almost coincided with International Women's Day, didn't it? As well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally intentional. Um, we see yeah. what you were doing there. We were creating International Women's Season. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, welcome. Well, I'm really glad that something good happened. We all got yeah. here tonight. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. guys just united to make this show happen after like a massive scheduling um, craziness that actually I probably can cut out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, guys. So in this show every month, we not only perform brilliant new sketches, but we find out all about the life and times of our performers. So let's meet them properly. First up, we have Ruby Martin. Ruby is a stand-up and a podcast host. Yes, I am. I host a podcast called Not Safe for Writing, where we review the absolute worst in fan fiction it's terrible terrible smut galore um and you'd love it um yeah and i also do stand up and writing in my spare time you're quite a busy lady and that's all alongside the day job as well oh yeah oh yeah because i also um host a magazine and a monthly comedy night comical comedy it's an alternative arts and crafts night she hasn't got much on hasn't got much on there <laughs> yeah pretty pretty free lady <laughs> and whereabouts are you based you london yes i'm based in north london very cool. Well, thank you so much for finding time to join us and, and share all your talents tonight. Oh, no, no problem. Happy to be here. <laughs> Our next performer is Phoebe Batterson Brown. Phoebe's an actor, voice artist, and one half of sketch duo Ladylikes with former sketch pleaser Miss Lee Rose. Miss Lee. Um, so, so you um, you you do Ladylikes, um, yes. which is your duo. Yes. Um, and you run a night. And how did you end up in this situation? Because you weren't always in comedy, were you? No, I was um, just doing the whole acting thing. Um, Mainly comedy roles, anyway, from like the get-go. But yeah, so I was uh, I was in LA and I was watching a sketch uh, a sketch show at the Groundlings, and they're renowned. They're an amazing improv school, and I didn't get to see them do improv. And I was like, I would never be able to do improv. Oh my god, they're so good. And I saw them do sketch, and I was like, this is incredible. I want me some of that. That's so cool. That's that they're fantastic. And then. The universe, I'm going to do my weird spiritual thing, the universe made everything fall into place for me. All of a sudden I'm auditioning for News Review, doing it with Miss Lee, who is now my comedy partner. And then, you know, a year and a half later, here we are with Lady Likes and we're about to go to Brighton and Edinburgh with our full-length show, Top Secret House Party. And it's kind of like... How did that happen? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Good old universe, but also good for you. That's really exciting. Yeah. Just leaning into it. So mm. exciting. And so intense. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> There's so much admin. Why does no one tell you? <laughs> uh, they will have assistance, I'm sure. <laughs> and also heading to Edinburgh, we have Katarina Robinson. Thank you so Hi. much for coming. Yeah, good to be here. <laughs> um, so, Katarina, you're an actor, stand-up comedian and a writer. Yes. So, um, I've been doing stand-up for like about a year now. Um, it's been going really well. I've been doing like a few different gigs around London. And then acting I've been doing for quite a while. Um, 
doing lots of like different comedy roles kind of like what Phoebe's doing as well and then I'm doing a show at the moment called How to Save a Life which is going to Edinburgh Fringe um, which I'm really excited about I can't wait it's going to be good fun awesome mm. and I've seen, seen a bit of your comedy online yes um, so you do loads of different venues don't you so you mm. don't know what you're going to get no you just literally like you kind of walk in sort of read the audience <laughs> see what they're going to be like and then just go for it like recently I, I did a, a show the crowd were proper rowdy and really like way lads 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 <laughs> and it actually went down really well so I'm really happy that I managed to control it also I was the only female comedian performing that <sighs> night so it was a little bit scary <laughs> um, but yeah it went down so well and I'm also doing a comedy show at the moment which is going to Brighton Fringe called Girls with Jugs but we've crossed out the jugs and it says jokes <laughs> um, we wanted something that's going to appeal to like men and to women so <laughs> that's the name of the show and it's going to be uh, four of us female comedians doing a kind of stand-up show which is going to be really good fun that's so cool yeah. well thank you so much for this amazing and very busy and talented cast for joining us tonight should we roll into our first sketch yes. yes so this one is from Christy McNeil who sent us some outtakes from the latest series of Channel 4's Come Dine With Me which sees four dinner party hosts take it in turns to cook their way to a grand prize of some cash It's time to see what the guests think of Adam's duck. Let's hope they don't waddle out of here with a mouthful of disappointment. So, what do you guys think? It's nice, but it's a bit dry. Well, it's not as dry as your pork was, so I think Adam is all right. What are you doing? Just being honest is all. Well, stop it. You're not meant to be honest. You're meant to be the nice one. The nice one? Yes, the nice one. We all have certain stereotypes that we must adhere to in order to make this show interesting. It's what it relies on. If I'm the nice one, then who are you? I'm the two-faced one. The one that's moderately nice to your face, then slags you off in the taxi when I give you a bad score. Wait, who am I then? You're the snobbish one. Oh, why am I the snobbish one? Do you really not see it? Becky, I always reminded you once. Right, sorry. I'm the nice one. I'll remember that. What about me? You're the weird one. The one that will always randomly pull out a ukulele or reveal that they can paint caricatures with their toes. Funny enough, I actually can. Let me just get my shoes off and I'll... Oh, God, please spare us the spectacle. I can't think of anything worse for you to do. Oh, I see it now. I am the snobbish one. Thank you. Can we continue now from the top? Mm. Mm. Okay, right. As we were... Yay! Yay! Sketch number one. Yeah. It's kind of making me hungry. Do you watch Come Dine With Me? Yeah, I do, yeah. I used to have a bit of an addiction to it. Oh. So now, I mean, like, hangover all day on, like, whatever it was, more four mm. or something. And now I feel like I can't ever watch yeah. it again. I feel like Dinner Date's the new sort of big one. Because Come yeah. Dine With Me isn't even on like that much anymore. But Dinner Date seems to be the new... Which one's Dinner, dinner Date? Dinner Date, where oh. they, um, you have to cook for someone and they have to pick like three different menus oh. of like... But you don't know what the people look like. You just have to pick based on the menu. Is that really yeah. sad? Well, at the end, yeah. if you're not picked, like they get, they get a trolley <laughs> and it's just a yeah. microwavable meal for one. Yeah. And it's the most miserable. And like a bottle of wine. I'm like, yeah, drink yeah, that bottle, open babe. the door and it's yeah. like on the doorstep. So miserable. <laughs> I love those ready meals. That's my idea of a treat because it's like, I'm, I'm you know, I have those ready meals when I'm thinking, I'm going to spend some, you know, I'm going to do some self-care tonight. I'm going to actually get myself a meal that's not beans, you know, or like yeah. a biscuit. It's a treat. Yeah. 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 And the Sainsbury's, like, vegan uh, ready meals are actually pretty decent, which is a huge step in culinary <laughs> development. Yes! <laughs> Go, I'm not it's just a fact. <laughs> it's so 
true. Like, and corner there bringing up the rear. I mean, I, you don't know the difference. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. Except your iron levels really do. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I so tired all the time? <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> uh, so, well, from come dine with me to a professional dinner table now, and um, we're off to a fancy restaurant with Joe Young. So, how was Paris, Jane? Wonderful. The food was exquisite. That good, eh? And what was the culinary highlight of the trip? Oh. I don't know. We had a little bit of everything. We even tried snails or l'escargot, as they say in France. Oh, tell them what they said, Jane. Yes, you'll never guess what Mike said to the waiter when he brought the food. Told him to hop it. No, Tom. We weren't having the frog's legs. (laughs) Sorry. Wrong joke. So, when the waiter brought the snails to the table, (laughs) Mike asked him if they had been done in a slow cooker. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could eat snails. Oh, Jane and I are always searching for new and exotic foods. We've tried horse meat, deep fried locusts, you name it. Yes, and on a trip to the Middle East many years ago, we even sampled sheep's eyeballs. They're a delicacy over there, you know. Ugh, that sounds disgusting. What were they like? They weren't too bad, not very filling, but they saw us through till supper time. (laughs) (laughs) You're very quiet there, Tom. What's the matter? Don't you go in for adventurous dining? (laughs) Tom is strictly a meat and two veg man, and I love him just the way he is. I haven't always been like this, Emily. In my younger days, I was game for anything. On a visit to the States when I was in my early twenties, I had a bowl of bear stew served with bread. Bear? Now that is interesting. I've never heard of anyone eating bear before. What was it like? Not great, to be honest, Mike. I found it a bit, um... Yes? Grizzly. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) Dad jokes. jokes. (laughs) I love a dad joke. They're definitely my jam. Um, Yeah. I think we have a horde of starving writers in this month's Sketch Please because the next one kind of continues with the foodie theme. Um, It's Chris Ballard and his DIY sketch. I brought you a cuppa. Oh, thanks, love. I want you to know that I really appreciate you making an effort with all this DIY. I know it's not really your thing. How are you getting on? Yeah, not bad. Just waiting for this filler to dry so I can do some sanding. Is that cottage cheese? Yeah, it's not set in. I've managed to do the caulking in those cracks. It's a bit yellow, but I'll paint over that. That salad cream, isn't it? Mmm, it's a bit runnier than what I was expecting, to be honest. Still, the walls are a nice colour, aren't they? Yeah, darling, when I said I wanted them to be mustard, I didn't actually mean... Oh, oh, I see. I've used English and you wanted French. No, I mean... Jesus, what are all these flies? Are they coming in through the window? Yeah, they appeared when I was papering the feature wall. I think they've been attracted by the... The strawberry jam? Yes, of course. What else would you be using? Glue. And what's that big puddle on the floor? Oh, I put a coat of primer on the radiator. It hasn't really taken, though. Maybe I should have used semi-skimmed. Wait a minute. That's not a dust sheet. That's my wedding dress. Oh, sorry. I just thought you wouldn't wear it again. You said to use some old clothes. Look, darling, I know you've been trying hard, but I think it might be time to call my dad. 
No, I don't want to be the stereotypical useless son-in-law. I'm determined to become handy if it kills me. If you keep smearing food over the walls, I'm going to kill you. Oh, I just want it to be useful. You can be in other ways. Why don't you wash up and go carve the chicken? I'll see if Dad can come over tomorrow. Yeah, OK. I guess I should just accept that my talents lie elsewhere. <sighs> Leg or breast? Yay! <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Nailed it. <laughs> You guys DIY people? You uh, double oh, around the house? Oh my god! Yeah, I yeah. If I sense no resentment whatsoever here, guys, there's resentment. There's anything that needs to be done in the house. Is my boyfriend Max? Are you doing it? I'm doing it. I do it all. I do no problem. But I learned from my mum. Did my dad do any DIY? Did he f? I don't know if we're a clean podcast here, so I won't swear. Oh, um, just f f away. Did he fuck? Uh, so <laughs> I I saw Mummy Mummy Brown DIY Central, and so you know. If I've got, to, I've, I'm a wizard with WD forty. That's kind of like my level of DIY. But I'm great at changing a light bulb. WD forty. I once dismantled my whole. Oh god, I don't even know how I really did this. It probably wasn't even safe. When I was moving, I dismantled my whole very heavy metal bed on my own and was moving that up and down the stairs. That was muscles. I, I mean, I, you can't see me, but I'm a small woman. But mm. you know. Strong, strong, independent lady. You yes. need no man. <laughs> and I, I have one, but he's bloody useless. So I love you. I'm so sorry. But you're useless. <laughs> he's got a good one there. He's got a good one there. <laughs> what about you guys, Catherine Ruby? Um, I once had to free my sister um, because a we got a couch delivered, and they got it stuck in the hallway. Um, it were well, in the doorway between like the hallway and the living room, and they left my sister trapped on the other side, <laughs> and then left our house. <laughs> So that day I learned to unhinge a door, because otherwise we couldn't get them out. So I've learned only to be practical in that sense, but just mainly through, otherwise I don't have a bed or a sister. (laughs) Well, you're a hero. That's good. I'm... I wouldn't say I'm great. I mean, my dad is brilliant at DIY. He is like a handyman. He can fix everything, do everything. I mean, my kind of type of DIY is like getting my tripod for my camera and lifting it up (laughs) and lifting it back down. (laughs) To me, that's like DIY. (laughs) It's not. I need to get better and be able to do like, yeah, like switching a light bulb, things like that. But it'll happen one day. Things if your dad's really good. He's brilliant, yeah. I mean, I know... If I need anything, like DIY-wise, he, he can do it. He's the man for the job. I'm, so. I'm the same. It's my first thing I always do is, like, if there's a problem, then um, I don't think about it. I think, oh, I'll call him and ask. So yeah. lately I've started... Because I really hate the boiler. I'm scared of that. And I needed to put the pressure up lately. And um, I haven't done it on this one before. So I called my dad and just said, can you just be on the phone whilst I do something? <laughs> mm. I don't know why that helps. Yeah. I just wanted, like, the phone on speakerphone. Just put it there. Moral like, support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing this right. But no, it's great to have an inspiring figure to kind of make you get up and fix things around. To mm. Yeah. <laughs> Cool beans. All right, well, um, our next sketch, we're going to head to the leisure centre now. So um, this sketch, please, was um, it's kind of an amalgam of January, February sketches. We're recording this in March because time, you know, where does it go? Um, so we had some kind of lots of New Year's resolutions, people heading down to the leisure centre. Um, and that's inspired this next sketch from Leonie Rachel. And now a word from our sponsor. Did the holiday period get the better of you? Are you feeling overburdened and underwhelmed by the daily grind? 
then you need to visit Wellness R Us Spa and Retreat for a little R&R. Here's Agatha, our therapist, to tell you more. At Wellness R Us, we know what makes you tick. We promise that when you leave, you'll be so stressed your normal life won't feel so bad after all. Our wellness centres are literally teeming with hundreds of people. And with no maximum booking numbers, you'll always be welcomed. Just listen to these testimonies. I've been waiting for a locker for 35 minutes and there's no space in the jacuzzi. I'm pretty sure I've just sat on some man's foot. At least I think it was a foot. Our therapists are especially selected for their benign yet contagious skin conditions. I only had to have two treatments with cold sore carol before I became infected. Today I'm having a pedicure with Veruca Jane. Wondering if I will catch one really adds to the stress of the experience. All our in-house team goes through a strict training program. Expect expertise in tickling your feet, rubbing oil in your hair and massaging your inner thigh just high enough to feel awkward and uncomfortable. And no matter which strength massage you want, we'll do our utmost not to accommodate you. We guarantee your treatment will always be too hard or too soft. I've been coming to Wellness R Us for years and can reassure you that you will leave feeling frustrated and ripped off. And no matter how many times I ask, they always use Yalang Yalang. I hate Yalang Yalang. So... Spend the day at Wellness R Us or buy an extremely expensive course. By the time you get home, you'll be relieved to see the kids and put the tea on. Disclaimer, courses can only be used during off-peak times between 11.30 and 11.45pm, Tuesday through Thursday. Towels may or may not be clean. Hey! Whee! <laughs> I love that. Well done, Leonie. I think leisure centres are such ripe ground for really firstly are. Verucas, but also comedy. In <laughs> fact, um, I'm going to do a quick plug now because um, I've actually I used to work in a leisure centre years ago for years, and I have, as a consequence, written a sitcom about it. And I know if I say it here, I will be forced to actually put it out. Yes. So Pop- Podcast Pioneers has, um, which makes Sketch Please, has four sitcoms coming this year. So um, yeah, watch out for that. We'll be talking about it on Twitter and that kind of stuff. And damn, I've committed myself now yeah um, definitely if you tell people you're doing it you have to do it yeah exactly that's exactly. my entire writing process <laughs> <laughs> so you, the, the thing that gets me is that how you guys just stand up in front of people and say stuff you know that's why I got into character comedy I could pretend it wasn't myself mm. I always say like when I'm doing my stand up I say it's me but it's like me on a night out or like mm. an exaggerated version so it's still me but just to the extreme. It's a, it's a persona <laughs> yeah. at the end it's of like the a, day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, definitely. This is why I don't do stand-up and I'm more, more comfortable being like a wizened old witch or like an old lady, dinner lady person. Like, that's great for me. Like, yeah. anything too close to, to me, I'm like, no, it's too, too exposing. Too <laughs> <laughs> I'm burying my soul here. <laughs> but you, you all write as well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As part of what, what you do. So is that like quite um, a like insular process or do you find you, you bounce off other people and that's how you get your stuff? Mm, well, I, saw, I mean, sometimes I just get ideas like being on the train or on the tube. I think, oh, oh my God, that's really funny. I need to write that down. So it kind of just, I find if I'm out, I get more ideas. If I'm literally just sat at home in my room, nothing. It'll be like for hours, I'll be sitting there thinking, I need to write something. What can I write? It's like dead, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but then if I'm out meeting people, having like experiences, you end up just getting material from things. So mm. yeah. I think it depends on the project. I actually met my boyfriend writing a play 
And then afterwards was like, everyone said, there was a lot of sexual tension in that play. (laughs) I love it. Oh, no. (laughs) Is it that obvious? (laughs) Yes, it was. That's really romantic. So it's almost like you wrote him into existence. Yeah, it was like... Into your life. Beautiful, Catherine. Wrote him into existence. Yeah, we wrote a play. It was a mashup of um, the importance of being earnest and Twelfth Night, which was a fucking... Oh, sorry, an effing B to figure out. <laughs> to remember if we could swear. Yeah. <laughs> what's a pl- yeah, you can swear. What's the play called? And where can we find um, it? It's called, it was, it's called Shakespeare Gone Wild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably Stunning. people came for the wrong reasons. <laughs> expecting <laughs> young ladies and roughs. Um, <laughs> but it's not... Uh, we tried to bring it to the Vault Festival this year, but they rejected it. Um, so I'd like to put it on next, like... Uh, like next year or two but it's just kind of finding venues because it has because it is the ultimate farce as I like to call it you need like at least 12 to 20 people and a proper theatre <laughs> wow well sign up here guys you heard mm. it first <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um well, should we should we see what our next writer has in store for us Henrik Persons new to sketch please and if that's your real name congratulations sir it is a good one here's your sketch what have we got Male, 49 years, crime record long as the Eurotunnel. He was supposed to testify against Don Ciccarini tomorrow. Doesn't look fit to stand trial. He was strangled with a phone cord and shot twice in the chest. Any paw prints? It wasn't a fox, sir. Fox droppings? No. Damn, they're getting clever. Have Martinez compile a list of every fox with a criminal record in the area? They don't have records, sir. Foxes did not do this. Says who? This note. It was pinned to the victim's chest. You think a fox can't leave a handwritten note pinned to a corpse? No, and this one says, I am dead because I snitched on the Chicorini family. Classic fox misdirection. The letterhead says, from the desk of Don Chicorini. Barkley, we're the best force in the country. We solve 99.8% of all crimes. Yes, because we only target foxes. You are pinning this mobster on a fox. You stopped the screening of Disney's Robin Hood. Don't say it! I shouldn't say this, but down at the station, some guys think your judgement is clouded since... Don't! Since your pet rabbit died. You leave Thumper out of this. He was viciously attacked, and I wasn't there for him. Sir, why don't you go home and rest? We've got this. You go home. To your den. Are you implying... (sighs) Okay, never mind. Go home, sir. See you tomorrow. All right, you bastards. Let's see how cunning you are. <laughs> Bastard foxes screaming all foxes. To London people, definitely part mm. of the music of our life, our sleep, our everything. I haunt my dreams. I mean, everyone knows. Like it's I, you're either woken up thinking that a woman's being murdered or a child is being murdered. Or even, you know, fox being murdered. <laughs> um, the latter's probably the most accurate. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's genuinely, like, mortifying. Mm. The worst sound ever. Yeah. Isn't that them having sex, it's though? Yeah. Sex, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. not fighting. No. That's awful, isn't yeah. it? Sounds very painful. That should so. be fun times. <laughs> yeah. Sex fox... Sex fox? Fox sex. 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 There was lots of X's there. (laughs) Sex fox sounds like a villain. (laughs) Sex fox. That's that's the the villain that's going around with the. But my my friend told me the reason why it's screaming is because they have a prickly penis, apparently. It's barbed penis, yeah. And that's why. I'd scream if I was having sex with a barbed penis, but not, I mean. 
not in a good way. Yeah, not in a good way. Not in a good way. I make the ladies scream, not in the way you think. Yeah. <laughs> With my barbed penis. Oh. oh wow! I mean, that's giving that's that giving conversation. Real that, that, guys. Shall we? Um, should we keep with the subject of crime, though? Because yeah. our, our next sketch. Well, uh, you do have to be careful in the city streets, as everyone in the regions who's watched Luther says. Paul Nash was lucky enough to record some real crime happening for this next bit. Oof! What the devil? Aha! Oh, I see. Impromptu late-night rugby scrum, is it, lads? What youth! What vigor! And they dare to say all your generation does is stay indoors playing. Computer games. Pop to the naysayers, I say. Pop! Get his phone! His phone! That's right. Wouldn't want anything to happen to my phone in this rock of ours, would we? Good thinking, old bean. Nah, mate. Just shut your mouth and give us your cash and such, yeah? Ah, you want money, do you, eh? Wink! I see your game, a sponsored impromptu late-night rugby scrum for charity, collecting for good causes for the local rugger club, no doubt. It is to be highly commended. Free, young, aggressively behooded chaps such as yourselves, and so late at night. Such energy, such activeness, such commitment to the cause. What's this guy on? Nothing! No performance-enhancing drugs have ever sullied my lips or my bladder. I am utterly committed to a level playing field, to fairness, to honour. And on the subject, I'm loath to mention it. But this scrum of ours, though great rugged fun, is a tad unfair. There are three of you, but just one of me. Admittedly, I'm a man of stature, a former sportsmaster at one of this great nation's finest education establishments. No less. Man, have you found his wallet yet? I'm not sure how much of his crap I can take. Give it up, you do, Daisy. Ah, that's the spirit. Furious passions excited. Lovely action. What a rugger ruckus we're having. But what's this? There is no rugby ball. Surely a prerequisite. And for shame, there is no referee for us to besmirch the honour of his wife either. Ah, wait a minute. There is that camera up on high that seems very interested in the proceedings. Ha-ha! The fourth official! Old Eagle Eyes! CCTV popo peepers be fixed on us, mate! Oh, screw this, let's get out of here! Yeah, fools are not our less ghost! Boys! Come back! Come back, boys! Such larks! Such energy! They do their generation credit! But wait! I shall try to do my own generation such a credit! And give chase! Yes! Choo-choo! Here comes the pain train! All aboard! Choo-choo! Run! Run, mate, run! Man's face be all hectic like! Choo-choo! Ready or not, here I come! Raga! Fee! Fie! Foe! Gotcha! I demand a rock. (laughs) 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 That performance was inspired by Brian Blessed, wherever you are. (laughs) Was it really? (laughs) He's probably quite nearby. Yeah, Yeah, probably. (laughs) If we shout his name loud enough, we summon him. One, two, three. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're down to our final sketch of the evening. Oh my goodness, go so quickly. 
It's so sad, but it's been beautiful. Um, Christ. Uh, yeah, that was terrifying. So, uh, right. Life is tough. Life is getting tougher. We're on the cusp of Brexit. Yeah. Um, everyone is struggling. Snow White started selling poison apples on the dark web. Cinderella's gone back to sweeping out fireplaces after Prince Charming cheated on her with that Towie girl. Even Old MacDonald's having a meeting with the bank manager. Patrick Robinson has our last sketch for the month. So, welcome, Mr. MacDonald. Have a seat. Many thanks. Welcome to Bodge Job Banking. We feel your account with us needs some attention. How do you mean? Well, am I right to say you own a farm? Yes. And that you own a cow? Yes. And that you own a pig? Yes. And that you own a chicken? Yes. And that you own a sheep? Yes. Well, here is the problem, Mr. MacDonald. In today's agricultural business climate, a farmer that has a cow, a pig, a chicken and a sheep does not have the supply of livestock that would generate enough revenue to keep you afloat. Well, you have a goat too. Do you know about the goat? Yes, Mr MacDonald, I know about the goat. And the dog. And the cat. Whilst your portfolio of animals has great diversity, it has no depth. Your milk production is terrible. You sell one egg a week and as for pork, literally not a sausage. The debts you have run up are massive, Mr MacDonald. But I'm pleased to suggest a manageable repayment plan for the money you owe. That I owe? Yes, around a million pounds. E-I-O? Yes. E-I-O that much? What should I do? My advice to you is haircuts. How do you mean? You can generate further income by opening a number of hairdressers on your land. Look at this map of your farm. With a barber here and a barber there, here a barber, there a barber, everywhere a barber. And that was this month's episode of Sketch Please. Well done, guys. Thank you so much to all of our writers. Christy McNeil, Joe Young, Chris Ballard, Leonie Rachel, Henrik Person, and Paul Nash and Patrick Robinson. Thank you also to this amazing cast. Katerina, Ruby and Phoebe, it's been so much fun having you. Um, tell our listeners where they can find out more about you. Um, so if you go onto my website, it's www.katerinarobinson.com, so really easy to remember. <laughs> um, and then if you go onto my Instagram, I've got all my sketch and stand up there, and it's at Miss Katerina R. Awesome. Phoebe, what are you up to? Um, so I am doing all of the ladylikes nonsense, um, wondrousness, good words. Um, so yes, we have got our full-length show, Top Secret House Party, um, that I said yeah is going to Brighton, Edinburgh. Um, it is basically um, about parties and uh, the kind of idea that everyone thinks that parties are wonderful, but actually there's a lot of anxiety around parties for women. So kind of uh, looking at that, exploring that. So that's going to be really good fun. Yeah. Cool. And Sketchy Ladies is... And Sketchy Ladies is our... Um, uh, all female identifying uh, comedy night. Um, our next one, I don't know if this will be out in time. It will. It will! Is uh, <laughs> next Thursday, the 21st uh, of March at the Water Poet, 7 o'clock. Uh, so it's very exciting. Um, yeah, and you can find Ladylikes at ladylikescomedy.com. It's our website. And then we're Ladylikes Comedy on all of the social media platforms. And all my general nonsense is uh, phoebebattersonbrown.com and, and the rest. It's, I'm the only one in the world, so. Phoebe Batterson Brown. Are you the only Phoebe Batterson Brown? Battersons are dying out, guys. So, got to keep the Batterson. Brown can go. I mean, there's a hundred of the Brown family. <laughs> like so Jesus many Christ. Not so many Battersons. Yeah. Oh wow, special mm. one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, brilliant. Oh, Ruby, what are you up to at the moment? 
Oh, prepare yourself, ladies. It's a long list. <laughs> um, yeah, so the next thing I'm doing is my monthly comedy night. It's an alternative arts and crafts comedy night. Uh, next one is the 20th of March, next Wednesday. Whoa, arts uh, and crafts comedy. Yep. So we tend to do a fun mixture of presentation and interactive sort of comedy, getting the audience to do art. Um, we also sell artists as well. So it's like kind of a mixture of a zine fest and a live night. Um, and we've got, got a really nice lineup. We've got Pope Lonergan, um, Katie Pritchard, who's just won two oh, North Downs, Katie. like best new act, I think it is. Um, Jos Norris, like those cool people. Um, yeah, so there's Comical Comedy, which you can find at comedy underscore comical or comical comedy on Facebook. That's the night. <laughs> <laughs> I also run a lifestyle magazine called Trash Fire, which you can find at trashfiremag.com, which is honest, funny takes on how we're all bad people. Um, and you can find me generally on Twitter at uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Ruby Martin Art. And oh yeah, and the podcast is at NSF Writing for the Smutty Fan Fiction. <laughs> I'm, I'm mainly here for the Smutty Fan Fiction. <laughs> oh, there's some there's some real corkers in there. <laughs> You've covered it all, Smutty Fan Fiction to art. <laughs> yeah, crafts. we like to mix high and lowbrow here at Ruby Martin Enterprises. Also, if you've heard this show, I am unagented. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the second time Ruby has audibly winked this evening. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much, guys. And if you want to be a part of Sketch Please, all you have to do is say so. Email me at sketchplease at podcastpioneers.com and put performer in the subject box. Or send in your sketches with Sketch instead. Easy peasy. Don't forget to follow us on those social media things at Sketch Please Pod. Subscribe on your podcast app and generally do give it a go and join in. Maybe I can meet you next month. Thank you also to everybody who threw their hat in so far. If we haven't got you on the show yet, don't worry, we will get round to it. Um, until next month, look after yourself. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Woo! Woo!